0: Welcome to uh, Beers and Sunset. So, what happened, cheers, by the way, cheers. My guy, Johnny, cheers, Johnny. Jo- Johnny, would you like a beer? I would love a beer. To go with the sunset? Yeah, if I could. This is, a, I, I ran the Blue Sky Trail Marathon, which is 27 plus miles. It took me seven hours to do it. And they gave me a uh, bottle opener.
1: How's that sound? That sounds and smells and looks like it's going to taste delicious.
0: All right. These are in uh, Colorado Flash glasses. That was my nom. Cheers. Right here. Cheers. Sláinte. There you go. That's Irish for cheers. I'll take your word for it. (laughs) So beers and sunset. So Chad had something pop up. He was doing ESPN radio, so he couldn't make it. Then Nate is, you know, fufu shishi in Lake Tahoe, so he couldn't make it. So I was like, well, what do we do? And Johnny was like, how about some beers during the sunset? Cheers.
1: Cheers. Cheers for beers. So I said good. And we
0: got some wings here, too. Got some uh, chicken wings here. I'll put that down because I don't want to be a sloppy mess. But we got those as well. So we got wings. We got beers. We got a sunset. We got Thursday night football. And Johnny will have some questions uh, a little bit later on from you, the Kill You With Truth podcast audience, that we love you so much and we love all the responses However you want to put them, but we got most of these on YouTube, but however you want to get to us. All right, I was out at Dove Valley today. Going to cough. <coughs> Residue chicken wing. I'm going to clear my throat.
1: Sorry. Cheers. Cheers.
0: Cheers.
1: Cheers. I don't think we should do that every time.
0: And so the big news out of Dove Valley, a couple things. White helmets. All right, Johnny, do you like the white helmets?
1: Um, I do. I don't know how I'm going to like the white end zones.
0: Well, oh, is that what they're doing? They're Apparently. doing white end zones? Oh, mm. I think that's kind of cool. It's going to be white helmets on uh, orange color rush uniforms. And they're going to wear them twice. Patrick Sertan loved them. He said he wished they, they could wear them more than just a couple times. A couple of the muggles. My guy, Andrew Mason, he's a fashionista. He was like, ah, it should be a little, like white pants. I was like, oh. Okay, but I mean I don't know, you know I don't know. I think the white helmets look super cool, and it was cool to see them. They had those um, those bubble wrap safeguard things on, but today they actually practiced without them, <clears throat> so you could really see the white helmets. I thought they looked cool as hell. So that's going down. That was kind of big news, out there at practice. Um, the mood, mood was pretty good. I I think they got their attention by cutting Asang Bassie and Randy Gregory. I do. I think they... That got everybody's attention. A little bit more pep in the step. Maybe there was the white helmets, guys getting cut. You know, there's just a little bit more going on out there. I do think, too, here we are with Hackett Gate, the Hackett Bowl, you know, uh, Nathaniel Hackett versus the world, however you want to put it. Nathaniel Hackett actually had the funniest thing today. I don't know if you caught it or not, but he was asked... Uh, you know uh, what about uh, how much would a win mean on Sunday? And he's like, "Well, you know, got to win a game." And then he was asked, "How do they treat you?" And he took a pause. He goes, "Great!" <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, the answer was just how they treat you in Denver. You know where they fired you with two games left in the season, and you were ridiculed, and the the, the crowd did a countdown chant on you, and you partied hard the night before Christmas, and. Your quarterback was being uh, not picked up, and uh, and Brent Rippon was getting shoved by Dalton Reisner. How'd they treat you? Great. So talk to Patrick Sertan and Vance Joseph and Josie Jewell. The consensus out there is that the offense that they're watching on tape from Hackett is exactly what they were seeing every day in practice. That's what they said. Jewell said it. Sertan said it. VJ said it. So there's not going to be like a lot of surprises for the Broncos' defense. They're going to be quite aware of what's going on with the Jets. And if you look at the numbers, the Jets' offense arguably has the worst quarterback in the league. Zach Wilson is ranked basically 32. He was 32 in power rankings. He's 32 in terms of passer rating. He's, he's arguably the worst quarterback in the NFL. You'd be surprised statistically, and I know we did nerd talk this morning, but statistically the Broncos are actually all right on offense. They're just miserable on defense. But there was a little pep in their step. I, I think they see what could happen with an offense that's completely predictable, that they know, they feel good about, and they're not really worried about it. I'm going to put that to a cheers, Johnny. Cheers. Boy, the sun is really going down. Yeah. We, we are literally going to get a sunset here. We are going to, the timing of this is ridiculous. All right. Um, had a fun moment with Ben Kotwica, the special teams coach, who um, I believe is a West Point guy. Listen. I know it's a one-in-three season, and it's been disappointing on certain aspects. you got to look at the Broncos' stats in terms of special teams. It's phenomenal. They're, they're actually statistically one of the best special teams in the entire NFL, from putt return to kickoff return to defense and, and even kicking. I know, we, you know we're like, oh, my God, the guy missed that first kick. You know, blah, 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 but look what he's done since. God, I'm forgetting his name. That's terrible. I mean, how many beers have I had? all right cheers cheers what's the kicker's name right wow that
1: is terrible i don't think kickers have names
0: all right well anyways that dude made a, a big 51 yard kick and they won the game and i mean seriously we, we are we taking a moment here are we gonna take are we gonna take a damn moment are we gonna take a damn moment to see this sunset johnny what are we are we moving the camera just a little bit this is spectacular there it goes over mount evans the sun is going down oh you turned the light on Wow, we had you to had turn, to the, turn light the, on. the light on. Okay, wow, the sun really—we really did have beers and sunset. That was just a theory earlier today, but it actually literally happens. It's good I got stuck in traffic. Ben Cowico <laughs> was funny. Like, there's that play. Do you remember that play where the um, the dude from the Bears like jumped over the center and tried to kick it? Man, there are so many rules. So we're asking Kotwaka about it. And he's like. He's up on the podium. He goes, ah, this isn't the right place to talk about it. It's more X's and O's. And we're like, okay, sure. He gets off the podium because I'm the one that asked him about it. He goes, hey, come here. So I'm like, okay. And he brings me over with Kliss, Legwald, um, uh, Cosmiter, who's like 6'5. And he starts showing us the play. Like he said, like, well, line up here. He was having us line up. He was having the muggles sort of line up to show. You can only be uh, like a yard, a yard and a half away from the line of scrimmage. You have to jump with two feet. You can't get a running start. You can't touch the center. But if you can do all those things, you can actually, it's a risky play because if you screw any of that up, if you touch the center. But he said what happens is the, the defensive lineman, what he does on this play is he'll press down on the guard. So as the guard goes forward, the D lineman will press down on him so the guy can jump over. Pretty cool. And he was, like, laying this all out, Johnny. Like, he was coaching us up, like, how to do it. And I, I looked at the coach, and I go, do you really think any of us could do it? Do you think I'm jumping over Jeff Legwald or, or Mike Cliss? I mean, he was, he was telling the most unathletic muggles of all time, like, how to do the most athletic thing in the world.
1: I think you're burying the lead here. What's that? You got called into the, uh, the writer's gaggle. Oh, yeah. The post-press oh, yeah. conference gaggle.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, then I was the I was the ringleader of special teams demonstrations for coach Katwika. I like this guy. And when you think about all the issues with the lunatics we've had for special teams coaches here. I mean, oh, my God, have they been nut jobs? But Kawaka is like he's military, straight laced, very direct. I really like this guy a lot. And I think the special teams that he's producing reflects his demeanor and his approach to things. It's in kind of a shaky season. I think special teams has actually been really, really good. So good on them. It was fun to have a coach actually demonstrate things. And it meant something to him to demonstrate it. And I really appreciate it. That was a very, very cool moment. Um, Vance Joseph on the defense. I did bait him a little bit, Johnny. I did ask him about, you know, tell me about, uh, how, how tough is that? Nathaniel Hackett, uh, offense. It's a little, uh, tongue and cheek, but you know, he was very professional. I, I, VJ a good dude. He, he may end up getting fired, but guy's a good guy, man. I, I just like him. I root for him. He's an easy guy to root for. Everything is just kind of swimming right now, so we'll see how it all turns out. Uh, but, you know, he was very respectful towards Nathaniel Hackett. He said he's clean. Clean. And VJ has a really amazing, very low voice, but he, and he doesn't talk loud either. So everything with VJ is like way down here. It's, uh, Nathaniel Hackett's clean. He's clean. Very clean. It's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What's happening here? It's, it's, it's like a Sunday night love flight. It's clean. I want to send this one from Tony to Veronica. Nathaniel Hackett's clean. <laughs> Anyways, that's VJ. We'll see how it goes. Sad moment today. Dick Buckus died at the age of 80. I think Dick Buckus is just one of those legendary dudes, man. He was all over the media as well. He was in all sorts of stuff. And um, I was a fan of Dick Buckus. Great name, of course. Legendary player. It's sad, man. Very sad. You got some, um, Yeah.
1: Some, um, uh, for mil- the millennials out there, he was also the uh, the head coach in the Saturday morning NBC show Hang Time. So that's, it's it's deep, it's deep the, the pain tonight for Dick Buckus. For Dick so Buckus. pouring out. I'm going to let you do that. I'm going to keep mine.
0: Okay. Uh, Thursday Night Football tonight. It's a game only a mother could love. It's the Bears and the Commanders. I'm wet. Are you really? You get flash a little? Know, a little? Yeah. Well, it's an honor of Dip buckets, yeah. So it should be all right. Uh Thursday night football. Who you like, Johnny? You like the Commanders or the Bears? Uh, both, both played the Broncos. Both beat the almost beat. One of them almost one beat them, one almost beat
1: them. I'm gonna I'm gonna push. They're
0: gonna tie. I'm uh hoping the Bears can do something with my guy Justin Fields. I mean, I, I'm um I'm almost at the end of the rope with Justin Fields, and I love Justin Fields. And uh tonight we have the Avs finishing their preseason. They are in Las Vegas tonight, which is Thursday. They don't have their home opener, but starts on the road next Wednesday. Nuggets are still doing a training camp out there in San Diego, which is Spanish for Whale's Vagina. So that's about it there. But, you know, as we do beers and sunset, um, you know what? That's a little here. Bring me that other beer over there. I got to, you know, get it going here. I mean, why not? This is going to sound great on Spotify. <laughs> um, Johnny, you got some questions for me? I do. Let's go. Um,
1: let's go with some like uh, straightforward ones at first. All right. You mentioned uh, the MLB kind of can't get out of its way. All the uh, wild card series went 2-0. Yeah. What, boring. What? How would you change the MLB plus?
0: I wouldn't. It's fine.
1: It's uh, The season's too
0: long as it is. I like the play-in game. I think that's kind of fun. Two out of three in the first round is okay by me. You go four out of seven in the ALDS and then or NLDS whatever, and then in the championship series that's four out of seven World Series. It's fine. It it all makes sense in the month of October. I actually really wouldn't change anything. It's just quirky that you didn't get a kind of a elimination game like a sudden death sort of deal. But you know whatever. Better teams. <clears throat> Arizona won. The quirky thing is Arizona. <clears throat> like how does Arizona? How do they go from total shit? To the playoffs, and the Rockies can't. I mean, how do they do it? I mean, I'd have to pay attention to know, but uh, I'm just sort of throwing that out there. I guess they don't have a rooftop; they have a pool. They Maybe got the if They got every dude. That Chase Field, they got everything, man. They got the rooftop plus, dude. All right. What's your next question? Um, Baseball
1: question Jeez. from Rob. Hey, Rob. Uh, would CU have won last week if uh, Travis Hunter had been healthy and played against USC?
0: Maybe because they were just missing a bit of a dynamic. Um, they had to really run the ball in that final drive, and maybe they would have been a little bit more dynamic if they had Hunter. Uh, maybe it would have been a little bit more threat. I mean, he was coaching up everybody he could find in terms of the cornerbacks and Cormani, uh, Cormari. Ah, oh, gosh, darn it! Screwing up his—I mean, really—the beers do a number to you. Cheers, cheers. Sorry, but he was—he was coaching guys up. God, what is that freshman's name? Cormani, Cormelli. Gosh, darn it! Matt Smith is yelling at us right now. Um, um, would they have won? Uh probably not. Probably not. But any game with Travis Hunter is just a better game. I like Travis Hunter's social media. Have you ever seen what he does? No. He was wearing a uh, hoodie that, that looked like a duck, like a duck bill and eyes and a bill. And he was just, like, answering questions, live streaming answering questions, which was pretty cool. I'm all for those guys having fun, doing what they want to do, getting their personalities out there. And that's another great thing about Prime. He's not going to restrict these guys. not going to tell them not to have personalities. You know, it's, it's a different story over there with the Broncos. They're, they're being told just to shut up the most part, but I'm a fan. they I'm conflicted this week because ASU, my school, my son's school, my school, I spent a lot of money there. Plays CU. I think CU is going to win and win relatively handily. I think uh, Arizona State's like one and four. They're kind of a mess. So I, I like CU.
1: Actually, pretty big on that one. Do you think it's too hot in Arizona?
0: Yes. Yes. It's, it's supposed it's... to be 98.3 degrees. Dude, we had Parents Weekend in October. My kids' freshman year against Washington, it was 100 degrees at 10 o'clock at night. We left. My son's running on the field. They won. He's like, Where are you guys? Hey, hey what a win! We're back in the air conditioned hotel, son. Like, uh, nah, is it too hot? Is the Pope Catholic?
1: Next. All right, we'll get to some user submitted ones up. Uh, we had one from Rob already, but right. David Lee on Twitter asks How did you maintain your Nuggets and Broncos media credentials? I am accredited through 96.5 The Fox.
0: 96.5, The Fox. So like am like Monta of... Vista, the home of classic rock in Monta Vista. Got a buddy, Bob Richards, awesome dude. He owns three radio stations, including a sports talk station, and 96.5, The Fox. And you can go to their website. I'm legit. I've written a couple of articles, more to come. I'm doing hits with them. And because they're so far away, it's uh, just not a big deal. And so I'm, I'm, I'm doing correspondent work, but... I am very, very, very actively trying to get a full-time job on radio. As much as I do love this podcast and I'm having a blast and no, no real intentions to stop, uh, yeah, I, I miss radio. I have the radio itch. You know, I do. And I want to get
1: back. I really want to get back. I think they prescribe penicillin for that. These are the jokes? All right. Okay. Uh, I thought this was just kind of a cool comment on our YouTube where you can find this podcast, yes. along with Spotify and Twitter and a number of other locations. Apple. Anywhere and... you can listen to anything. Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, this one's from your
0: dad. My dad! Yeah, he's got a weird name on the old uh, yeah, I'm not YouTube. Gobbly goop something and hippity hop something. But <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, But you know what it is. It's my dad will say it and my mom will type it. But then she signs it, Dad. <laughs>
1: but, okay, uh, go ahead. Uh, thanks for the kind words for me being your hero. Aww. You are a hero to me, son. That was this morning
0: with the Civil War tapes. Go back, go back to the shorts, or go back to the end of the podcast from this morning, and there's a deeper explanation. So that's cool. Thank you, Dad. I love you.
1: I love you, Dad and right. Mom. One more, uh, one more submitted question, and then I have a couple of fun questions. For All there. right. Uh, from Joey B. Uh, who's Johnny? Johnny's my guy.
0: Cheers. Cheers. Johnny. Who's Johnny? Johnny's a dude I've known for a long time, and uh, he's he's the man. He's the man responsible for, what do you think, I'm figuring this out? Do people really think I'm figuring this out? I, you can tell the videos I'm doing. I mean, dude, come on now. You can't tell the difference between this and when I'm just holding the phone in front of my face? No, Johnny is the man. Johnny's a, uh, I don't know, what do I say? I knew Johnny when he worked at other radio stations, and then he worked... At the fan for a while, and I don't know. We've been friends for a long time. When I was a young pup, yeah. I mean, Johnny used to be out there at the press conferences and doing all that stuff. I still have shoulder problems, lugging crap around, yeah. and um, wow, complaining. Yeah. yeah, no, Johnny's Johnny's awesome. We couldn't. This is absolutely, positively not possible without Johnny.
1: All right, uh, some fun questions. Did the national emergency test yesterday freak you out? It was
0: funny. It was in the Broncos' muggle room. And you got to see the muggle room. It's like in a windowless bunker. It's over in the field house, not the main building now. I swear to God, it's a windowless bunker. I'm going to tell you this. When the shit goes down, we're good. You know, Chris Tomlinson, Mike Kliss, Jeff Legwald, we are solid. All the Bryans that do TV stuff, (laughs) Willie, we are – Eva – Who's the, Eve or Eva, I think Eva, the new Broncos PR person that has to sit in there with the Muggles, Troy Rank, dude, we are going to be reporting on mutant football after the bomb hits. So <laughs> we were in there and the, the it goes off in one, and then everybody's phone goes off. So I heard it, yeah, I, did I hear it? I heard it on like uh, 20 phones all at the same time.
1: I want to get in on what some of that, this. What is that, by the
0: way? What is going on? What is happening?
1: It was just a test. It was a national What are we test. testing? I don't know.
0: For what purpose?
1: To test it, I imagine. You worked in radio. You should know this.
0: A national test? What are we worried about these days?
1: Oh, I don't really want to
0: go down that, that, all that right, rabbit all hole. All right. All right. Um, Do I have to get a shot for it? Well. Oh, controversy. Outrage. <laughs> I should be like Sean Button. One One more.
1: One more. One more? Actually, there's no limit, and we're just sitting here. You can ask as many as you want. Uh, two more. Oh, okay. I got two more. Uh, they're both celebrity questions. I want to get in on, on the Taylor Swift stuff.
0: Oh, but- I love Taylor Swift. I can't get enough of her. I think they should just have a camera on her and the football game at the same time. Great.
1: This should be a really easy question for you, then. Um, name as many Taylor Swift songs as you can.
0: Oh, my God. There's Unburden. There's Liberty. There's Proof of Life. And there's My Hair's Longer Than Our Relationship. There's You Gotta Be Kidding Me, uh, and there's Safety Boot. Okay, fair That, enough. I mean, I... Oh, and then there's Girlfriend. Okay. Girlfriend's a great one. Mm-hmm. And then there's uh, Topsoil and uh, perhaps Hefty Bag. <laughs>
1: pumpkin Spice. I love Pumpkin Spice. That one's a good one. That, that is my favorite one, yeah. although I just prefer Latte. Okay, fair enough. Just yeah. Be- Do you want me to name some more? <laughs> I, think, I think we're There's right.
0: Homegrown, <laughs> there's Side Row, there's Hedge Row, there's Row Row... A lot of rows in there.
1: Breaking the fourth wall a little bit here. How, how many of these are actually hers?
0: There's a rooftop. There is a side side hustle. She
1: wrote that after her Field. <laughs> her Field appearance.
0: Oh, don't that's be careful there, Johnny. Be careful. I can I I'll tell you something about Taylor Swift. I really yeah. respect. Mm-hmm. First of all, she's she's just a brilliant artist. Let's just start there. She's a singer songwriter, so I have so much respect for singer songwriters. Um, I think what she did. With that lawsuit in Denver, with that DJ that worked down the hall from us for a while, I, I have so much respect for her on that. It was BS what she went through. I'm glad she took that guy to court. I'm glad she won. It wasn't about the money. It was about respect. Um, so I think I, I really love Taylor Swift. I think she's great. And if her and um, Travis Kelsey are going to have a great relationship, it's tough in the public eye. But I wish them nothing but success. I think she's, I think she's amazing. All right. How about that?
1: Uh, cheers! I'm, I'm going to cheer cheers. Taylor Swift. Right.
0: She's great. And by the way, the TV stations know this. And I had a laugh that like Joe Buck was like, "I'm not going to mention Taylor Swift on a broadcast." I'm like, "Oh, okay, Joe. All right, Joe." And Joe's married to Michelle, who Michelle Bisner, I, I think, is great. But I mean, line up, Joe. It's just fun. It's just TV. It's, it's don't t- don't take it so serious. It's fun if Taylor Swift's there.
1: All right, last question. Yeah, in honor, I'm going to see Dan Soder at the Boulder Theater wow, on Saturday. Wow, bragging from, oh, su- cool. from Succession, from uh, billions. billions, Billions, similar Almost show. Sim- yeah, very yeah. similar. Uh, fiance to Katie Nolan. That's a awesome. Fan. Dan and, Soder was McPhee in uh, in Billions and went to school. Went to school. He went over, to Smoky over there. Yeah,
0: he went right. He went to Smoky with Hill?
1: Mike McDaniel. Oh, they Miami were buddies Dolphins. back in the day. Yep.
0: Yeah, can you see the school on the? Uh, it's like, I mean, it's
1: literally right there. It's like over there.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's right behind me. Uh, that's awesome, man. You I didn't you know can he see was the
1: football field right here. Do you know what uh, year in Smoky he graduated? Uh, he's about five years older than me, so maybe like 2001, or oh two thousand one. Oh my God!
0: So I was, I was
1: not living here quite yeah. yet. I wasn't. I didn't move in here till two thousand four. Yeah, it's a shame that you almost had a brush with like celebrity, and you know. Never had one of those. I before. think Dan is pretty cool. He's pretty funny, huh? Yeah. Where's yeah, he performing? He's, he's uh, at the Boulder Theater, and so wow. my question was... Yeah, you didn't invite me. Um, well, I here's what uh, side question after this, but what's yeah. your favorite place to see a concert? Mm. Or a show. Whatever? here in maybe in Colorado. Colorado, ever. You know, Red Rocks is pretty good. That might be both. Red
0: Rocks is a little... T- Red Rocks is amazing, obviously. Right. But it, everything with Red Rocks is kind of depends on... It's very situational. It's like, did you almost pass out because it's 100 degrees walking up the hill? How much are you sweating? Where are you sitting? I mean, but I've been, I mean, I was lucky when I was at KBPI and we put on concerts. I actually performed at Red Rocks. I did Bork with the Bork between Bush and Godsmack in front of 10,000 people when the Avs were going through their Stanley Cup run in 2001. That is true. Me, Willie B, and Mark Stout, we actually sang Bork with the Bork. Bork with the bork, to wah, da wah, footy, footy, footy. Said the second, said up jump the Forsberg. I believe we, we performed that Johnny in front of ten thousand people.
1: I believe you can find that on your YouTube channel.
0: You can find the the song. You can't yeah. find the video right. of me doing it, but you can actually you can you can find the song that we wrote. It was kind of a big hit over at KBPI back in the day. Of course, that goes more than twenty years ago. It still sounds cool to me. Um, My favorite place to see a show. I mean, that's such a quirky question. It all depends on the artist and the location. In general, I like smaller places better than larger places these days. But, you know, I've seen great stadium shows, too. It kind of all depends on the mood you're in, the band that you're seeing, you know, what's what. So I I think you can have a good time basically at any show. Um, And you can have a lousy time. I've, like, I really do like Metallica. I do. I really love the band Rush. And I've walked out on both those shows. Because it just—I didn't have good seats. It wasn't, and the vibe wasn't right. It just kind of, you know, sometimes the Metallica stuff. About 90 minutes into Metallica, is like, man, when are, when are these nerds going to shut up? But um, <laughs> Rush is kind of the same way too. But I do love both of those bands. I do love their music. But after 90 minutes of just, you know, nerd rock about the, the squams of Guadam, or I don't know what the hell they're <laughs> singing about. You know, you, I get it. I get it. You were you were unpopular in junior high school. I got it. It's the fifth song about that. Okay, subdivisions. All right. I got it. You weren't popular. You got stuffed in a locker. All
1: right. What else? My sub question, is it weird to go see a show by yourself? Because I'm going by myself.
0: No, I don't think it's weird to do anything by yourself. I think you just got to keep yourself open to um, to communicating and having fun with other people. And I don't think there's anything wrong with striking up a conversation. I've done a lot of stuff by myself and. Um, Have really had a great time. I think if you're by yourself and you don't socialize at all and do nothing, then I don't know. Wow, you're going by yourself and you didn't invite me, dude. What kind of loser am I? Cheers, cheers. That, my friends, was beer, beers, and sunset. Johnny, you want a wing, buddy? Uh, I have one. I want to have one. It's a little sticky these mics are pretty nice all so. right. we'll talk to you tomorrow morning with um I Kill You A Truth morning podcast we may just stay up all night because we are having a damn party mm.